There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. It is good to be back. As you can tell, my mic is kind of probably a little off, but that's okay. I'm in Minnesota searching for houses out here and in a remote location, so I am not at my studio. So much apology for that if it is a little echoey, but uh, it is good to be back. I had a few days off because I was traveling and just a, a lot of family stuff going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. And a lot of things uh, for house hunting, getting ready to make our, our big move to conservative Minnesota. Let me let me express that again. Conservative Minnesota. So Western Minnesota is fairly conservative and uh, lots of uh, Dr. Scott Jensen, who uh, is a friend of mine who's running for governor out here. A lot of signs for him, a lot of Donald Trump signs and a lot of Let's Go Brandon signs. You know, it's interesting. Let's Go Brandon hit one year old yesterday. So on October 2nd, 2021 is when we all first heard the famous chant, Let's Go Brandon. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. It, It's good to smile every once in a while, especially this day and age with everything that's going on. But yeah, that so yesterday marked the birthday, the anniversary of the Let's Go Brandon chant, which has been um, a social icon that has risen up. Um, the, the face of many shirts and hats and signs all around the country uh, representing the incompetent and uh, dementia-oriented Joe Biden, who is the, uh, the belligerent occupation of the White House right now, who stole the 2020 election from Donald Trump. And uh, we, we, we have enough evidence to actually go out there and support and prove this. That's the interesting thing. If you are new to the show or if you have not uh, went out and saw the the 2000 Mules documentary, um, they only provide just a little bit of the data, but it is very, very conclusive that that election was stolen. And it was really genius how they utilized 2000 Mules to go out there and show that this election was stolen. Um, I come from, uh, you know, marketing and technology and in marketing, there is something known as uh, geofencing. And you can buy this data publicly online, and that's what they did. They bought uh, billions upon billions of data points of uh, geo-tracking of cell phones and went and looked at the amount of ballots that were dropped off at these ballot drops, uh, ballot boxes, and then uh, um, coalesced that with video data from these ballot boxes and showed conclusively that certain people were dropping off multiples, 20, 30, 50, 100 plus ballots. And right before that person would go to the drop ballot drop off, they would pick up these ballots at various non-government organizations, charities, nonprofits that were typically progressive and left um, in their nature. And so this shows that this is called ballot harvesting. Uh, These people were paid to drop off these ballots um, and that's how you run an operation like this is there's you can't hide for very long is that eventually in the modern technological day, you're going to get caught. And and that's a good thing that we caught them then 
because now we're coming up with the midterm elections and there is a great fear that they're going to try to cheat. Um, unfortunately for them, and, and I say this because we are about to see a massive red wave. Um, Donald Trump's been talking about it. A lot of other people have been talking about it. But I want you to understand specifically that statistically speaking, if we have a voter turnaround, turnout in every town, city, and county and state in this country that overwhelms the voting offices, it becomes impossible for them to cheat. Think about this. If you have a county with 100 people and 90 of those people vote Republican, then you can't have 200 people or 101 people come and vote Democrat. It doesn't work that way. That is a telltale sign of fraud. And see, the thing is, is the more people that turn out and vote, the harder and harder it is for these people to cheat. Now, it's my theory that they're only going to try to steal a few seats within the Senate, maybe two or three seats within the Senate to gain the majority there. But that even becomes unlikely because those seats specifically are very highly contested seats. That means that they're nationally being watched and there are massive eyes on them. So I think that what we're about to see here is the Republicans take both the Senate and the House. Um, and then the Democrats try to uh, do damage control afterwards. And, you know, I know people have heard martial law. People have heard um, there's not going to be an election. These are actually really good possibilities. I I'm not going to lie on that. that. This is a really good possibility that a, a, a certain major global event occurs and the elections are canceled, postponed, or something of that nature. And what type of a global event are we talking about? Well, <laughs> you know, we know about the global economic collapse that is potentially inbound. And this is scaring everybody. This last week, and we had the, uh, the rumors that Credit Suisse, which is uh, a major financial, global financial institution, was on the verge of collapse. Their stock has declined over 60% this year and uh, the Federal Reserve on Saturday announced an emergency meeting today, emergency closed door meeting in lieu of this information. <clears throat> we could potentially be seeing a major, major economic blow coming to the global community. Um, Credit Suisse is, uh, has not announced anything today, but the rumors are that they are going to begin their decline and most likely file for bankruptcy. And if that does happen, that could be the catalyst, much like in 2008 when the Lehman Brothers Bank collapsed, um, that sparks this global economic downturn. Now, the irony of the situation, the irony of the situation is that the CEO of Credit Suisse is Alex Lehman. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up, right? Um, he's got the, he shares the same last name as uh, the, the, the Lehman Brothers. So, <clears throat> yep, and definitely related. And so today, out of this news, the stocks are up just a little bit, but stocks, bonds, and silver are soaring today. Who knows if this is good news or bad news, but the fact that silver is going up and gold is going up is a telltale sign that certain investors are hedging their investments 
with uh, these various commodities that go up in economic downturn. And gold and silver, that is nothing new to this show right here. You guys know as well as I know that with everything that's pending in the world, with the threat of our, our wealth being wiped out by these globalists who love to do transferences of wealth every 10 to 15 years, that we need to get into very, very strong and stable assets that are going to grow in a point of economic decline. We know that there's this... Uh, there's this credit and debt cycle out there. If you guys have not watched How the Economy Works on YouTube by uh, famed investor Ray Dalio, I highly recommend you go and watch it. And it talks about the ebb and the flow of the credit and debt cycles and how de- how recessions are are guaranteed, that you have to have recessions in economies and that this helps to curb inflation and bring cost and spending back down to where you can move into another credit cycle. And this is a progressive cycle. The unfortunate part is that since about 2010, they've artificially manipulated the market to the point where we don't have that ebb and flow, that it's been manipulated, which means that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So we've had the steady growth in an incline within the market, which means that you're going to see a massive pullback in the market into the opposite direction. And this is the recession, the depression that everybody's been talking about. Um, and so I just highly recommend that you get out there um, and, and get some gold and silver, whether it's at your local pawn shop, whether it's ordering it online, or if you want the best deals, if you want to go out there and and, and open an IRA in gold and silver, or if you want to transfer a 401k, or if you have you know a good amount of cash, or just a a little bit of cash and you want to work with Dr. Kirk Elliott, um, by the way, who will not be joining this week. He is traveling this week, so we won't get that economic update, but you can go to getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com, or you can give him a call, him and his team a call, 720-605-3900, and they're going to take really good care of you. But I highly recommend that you you do something financially. You start looking at your finances, you start looking at your cash and your investments, and you start preparing because... This scare that we had this weekend is a precursor event. It's a catalyst event. If another bank like that crashes, and I say another because we had the Evergrande Bank in China um, crash earlier this year, um, defaulted on its debt. Now, that didn't really affect us here in the United States of America, but it actually would. And the reason I say it actually would is because Evergrande held the majority of the pension funds from Australia That's right. Those people no longer have their pension funds. Their governments are going to have to try to cover those, which I think they're going to have a very, very hard time doing. Um, And basically what they did is they took that money and they utilized it in really, really poor buys of assets and really poor buys in, um, in investments. And those investments and so forth went bankrupt. Um, This is the scam that's going on in the global community. We got to pay attention to this. So, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with more Dark Delight Show. we got some news to go through, a lot of stuff to talk about, including the Nord Stream Pipeline. We'll be right back right after this. Crazy, 
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, but radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show, and we're talking about the pending economic collapse, which is coming. I, I, I can't say uh, I can't say this in expresses more. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. The economy is in such dire situation right now. It is in such. A, a massive decline that this is the inevitable. And I hate to say this. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I hate to tell people this. And I trust me, everything that I say that deals with doom and gloom, I seriously hope is wrong. I hope that I am wrong. I hope that the, the world rebounds and, and everything's just hunky-dory. But unfortunately, when we look at this, when we look at the numbers, I've been into the market since uh, 2008, 2009, when the first economic collapse came, I was a day trader for a very long time. Um, 
this is inevitable. This is coming. There, there's nothing they can do, even with manipulation, to stop this from coming. And right now what we're seeing is we're seeing this, uh, this manipulation in the market because we have an election coming up and they have to keep everything a little bit kosher for the election. Now, what can we expect if this does happen? Well, I think what, um, what we know is going to happen is if there is a global economic collapse right around before or after the election time period, or if they cancel the election, what you're going to see is you're going to see a lot of Americans um, say, that's it, we're done. And I don't, uh, I don't agree with this. I don't say that we need a civil war or anything like that. But we're seeing a lot of talk on throughout all the social media about people ready to rise up for a civil war. This is this is a scary topic. It's definitely not something I agree with. I think that there is always ways to avoid these things. There's the Tenth Amendment. There's you know communication. There's there's lawsuits, a lot of these types of things, things that we'll talk about here about the election. But there's been a lot of chatter on social media networks about this rising up of, of civil war because of the election, if the election does get stolen again. Um, and we've seen the trend lines from the Democrats, from the radical liberals, of what they've been doing to kind of stop this from happening. We saw the the Department of Homeland Security documents from the threat, uh, the National Threat Reduction agency um, come out in February where they basically started labeling conspiracy theorists, propagandists, what they declared to be conspiracy theorists and propagandists, anybody who believed the 2020 election was stolen or anything like that, as radicals, as uh, potential violent terrorists. We saw that the whistleblower Stephen Friend, FBI whistleblower Stephen Friend came out and released some information to uh, Project Veritas back in June pertaining to some internal documents which um, give the symbology utilized by uh, radical, violent terrorists, domestic terrorists, and these symbols were like the Betsy Ross flag, the Gadsden flag, um, the three percenters, these types of symbology. Well, one of the other things that we've also had this year is something known as red flag gun laws, which have been um, increasing throughout the states. I know New York State has these, Virginia definitely has these, and a few other states have these. Um, and these are incredibly scary because basically all it takes is a phone call, an anonymous phone call. And they can go in there with a no-knock warrant and they can take your guns. Um this becomes a big, big, big concern. And in the state of Virginia, hundreds of Virginians have had their firearms confiscated through red flag gun laws. This isn't a joke. Those rules went into effect more than two years ago. And according to data from the Virginia Firearms Transaction Center, there has been at least 327 emergency substantial risk protection orders, which allow the police to temporarily confiscate firearms to address an immediate risk. Judges have issued 257 permanent substantial risk protection orders, which confiscates the guns permanently unless overturned through the court system. The data runs through July 1st, 2020, when the law went into effect through August 2022, and does not state how many guns were confiscated from individuals. Now, these laws were put into place by the General Assembly, which were ran by Democrats in Virginia, and the Democratic Governor Ralph Northam. Now, they do have a new governor there, but he's done nothing, and he is a Republican governor, Youngskin, and he's done nothing to stop this. He has done nothing to overturn this. 
And more and more states are coming out with these red flag gun laws. Now, these are very, very interesting laws because all that has to happen is a disgruntled neighbor, um, an anonymous phone call. It doesn't matter. Just call up the police and say, oh, I think he's going to hurt himself or he threatened me with a gun or, or whatever it might be. We've seen a lot of swatting issues as well this year. And then those police can go get a warrant and they can go in there and they can seize your firearms. And you have to prove in court, which we know is complicit as well and and basically overran by liberals, that um, that you didn't do anything. And this is guilty until proven innocent, um, which is unconstitutional in its direct nature. Now, I'm not saying that you know, this is going to cause the civil war. I think what's going to happen here is we're going to have some type of black swan event um, and that people are going to defend themselves. People are going to stand up and protect themselves. I do think that we have the potential for martial law to be declared in this country, either before or after this next election. Um, This next election is the most important election in human history, and I can't express that enough. And everybody has to make sure that they're registered to vote within the right party and out there casting their votes for the candidates that represent them, and particularly American First candidates. Because these, these radicals will stop at nothing, at nothing, to come for us. To make sure that we do not get back into power within Congress and Senate in the White House. And we know what happens if American First candidates actually do get back into power. They're going to investigate Hunter Biden. They're going to investigate Joe Biden. They're going to investigate the corrupt and complicit Democrats in Congress and Senate. They're going to investigate overseas deals with the Biden family, with Obama, with, with the Clinton Foundation. They're going to investigate the 2020 election fraud. They're going to try to bring Donald Trump back. This is what they're going to do. And that scares the living daylights out of the radicals, out of the globalists. And the globalists, like I've said before, they will scorch the earth before they ever give power back to the American people. America is their vessel that they are utilizing for global domination because America specifically has, uh, well, has been known as the global police force. It has the largest defense budget on the planet, nearly two to three times that of all the other primary countries put together. And uh, yeah, it's a scary time right now in the world, but it's also an exciting time, right? Many people would say that we live in biblical times, um, I, I think that is the truth, is that if you want to take it into that context, we do live in biblical times where the fate of humanity is hanging right now by a thread over the the balance of this election, over the nature of the geopolitical environment, and we have multiple different factions that are moving for position on what happens next. Now, if you remember what I've always talked about with what's called the global firestorm event, these are various different aspects that the globalists will utilize to destabilize this world and this country. One of those parts of it 
is the last part is where everything comes to a point of vulnerability where everything drops down to where chaos completely ensues and the globalists, even the globalists, don't have power and control and that they just have to let the system collapse and then they can begin to pick up the system after, rebuild the system after the collapse. And we see various different countries making moves. Now, China is one of those countries. And even though I know that China is working against the Western world order, the Western globalists, China is not necessarily our friend. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. But China, in this sense, still wants the United States farmland. They still want to go in there and dominate the United States of America and utilize it for their will. And so House Republicans just recently has asked the Government Accountability Office to probe the foreign ownership of U.S. farmland. If you didn't know, China is buying up massive amounts of U.S. farmland, specifically near military bases. One of the uh, the points of land that they bought in Florida is uh, a bio lab that they want to create that tests various different biological weapons. Um, this is absurd. They bought up farmland in Texas right next to a military base. They bought up farmland in North Dakota right next to a military base. And it doesn't take a genius to see what China is doing here. They're getting ready to take over the United States at the point of this collapse. And this is something that we all need to keep in mind and understand and be very progressive on our representatives to investigate and stop this. I don't believe any foreign country should be able to own land in the United States of America. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. And uh, we're talking about China's influence and potentially what China is doing here in the United States of America with buying up of our all of our farmland. Now, if you're familiar with the Chinese um, kind of like, uh, I forgot what it was called, their, their economic development plan for the next 50 years, one thing that they wanted to do is they wanted to, to acquire various different type of land for farming because they don't have very good fertile farmland to grow the amount of food they need for their 1.5 billion people population. And the United States of America has been the largest exporter of that food to China. And then when Donald Trump came in and started running um, tariffs on the exports to China, this really, really hurt them and probably got them thinking that they need to start acquiring various different land. Now, I don't think it's correct that foreign countries, especially ones that we consider enemies, are able to buy and purchase farmland or land period here in the United States of America. And this is the big question that's going through Congress right now, at least through the Republican Congress, with China going out there and buying up all this major farmland throughout the United States of America. Not only China is doing that, but Bill Gates is doing that as well. And we kind of understand that they who control the food control the population and that these people are eugenicists through and through the Chinese are, are radical communists and they'll do anything to survive and to gain and grow power. And so um, this is going to be really interesting to see what happens with the Republicans, especially when we win the midterm elections, because I don't think there's any doubt in our minds that we're going to win the, the the elections. The question is, is, is there going to be an election or, or are they going to cheat or throw the cheating on us or whatever might happen? But if things go the exact way that we hope they go and where Congress and Senate is taken over by the Republicans, 
Hopefully, they move to basically restrict the purchasing of farmland by a foreign entity in the United States of America. And that's what we can hope for. That's what we need in this country. Um, every other country actually does this, is that foreign entities can't come in and buy various pieces of land. They can basically rent it from the government with various restrictions. And the United States needs to ha- have those same type of laws on the books. And I think once we get American First candidates in, we're going to start seeing that come about. And I'm actually excited because that's one thing I think we actually need. Now, whether you know it or not, Xi Jinping disappeared for three days last week. This was ahead of a major economic meeting that he was supposed to show up to. He didn't show up. Instead, Xi Jinping, which is one of the generals who disappeared on September 8th after being replaced, um, who was also the, the next in line to be the, the head of the Chinese military command center, um, showed up at this meeting, which was very, very unexpected. And there were rumors circulating that Xi Jinping uh, was under house arrest and a coup had taken place, a military coup had taken place. Now, we know China or Xi Jinping has been um, in an alliance right now with Russia, at least in the sense of the economic alliance with the BRICS nations and potentially even a militaristic alliance, which they announced a few weeks prior um, against Ukraine and the NATO nations. Now, China is an interesting place politically. There is still a lot of globalist influence in China, even though that Xi Jinping has moved or swayed the Chinese Communist Party away from the globalist New World Order doctrine. And the rumor that we're hearing right now is Xi Jinping was basically re-educated, that he was taken and basically threatened and said, you're going to do what we say, or you're going to have some very big problems. And this could be a problem for Vladimir Putin in the coming future with everything that's happening. But we did begin to see that maybe Xi Jinping, um, this did happen because he's negotiating again with various globalist countries, specifically Canada. The day after Xi Jinping came back, China established a remote police station in Canada to retrieve its own citizens for deportation. This is absolutely absurd. Um, but it's showing the power of the Chinese Communist Power. It's showing the, um, the Ch- Chinese Communist Party. And it's showing that uh, Xi Jinping is still aligning with various globalist nations in cutting deals and making deals. And so for me, this is an indicator that Xi Jinping um, might not have Russia's back uh, if NATO does go after Russia. And We all heard about the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline. There is a lot of information coming out about this. And um, I want to clear the way because I'm seeing a lot of people within the truth movement, within these various different um, alternative media movements, blaming this on the United States Navy. How, you know, a month prior, the United States Navy was testing um, unmanned uh, underwater drones in that location and that the United States Navy did this. Um, I, I'm a 10-year United States Navy veteran. And one thing I will tell you about the United States Navy is that loose lips sink ships. This phrase or the saying basically means that there are just too many people involved in these operations of the movement of United States Navy ships for something like that to happen, which Think about this. If a United States Navy ship was sent to the Nord Stream pipeline to to launch an underwater drone, of which that underwater drone went and 
created some type of underwater implosion to to bust both of those pipes. So not just done once, it was done twice. Okay, you're talking a, a minimum of 250 sailors, ages 18 on up, many of which who have an oath of the Constitution, many of which were probably very right leaning, that witnessed that, who knew about that operation. And for them to not step forward and say something is absurd because we get that all the time. I mean, I can tell you multiple different missions that we had where people were talking about it the next day in port, even after they were told never to talk about it. And so just from that various logic alone, I can tell you that the United States Navy proper, proper, was not involved in this. Now, special operation forces, um, very potentially, potentially, but highly unlikely as well, because you're talking about the amount of people that go into these various missions with the movement of naval assets, the movement of special operation forces to do something like this, is there's a lot of people involved in it. Um, more than, you know, more than two dozen. Which means that you have certain risks they take when doing these types of operations of people saying, hey, this isn't right. We're, this, is, this could start World War III. And that's what I want everybody to understand is that the, the implosion of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline, if it was done by the United States of America, which I do believe it was done by westernized NATO nations, it was done by people that we look at who are bringing in a one world government, a new world order, um, but I don't believe it was done specifically by the United States military. And the reason being is because there's just too many patriots. There's too many people involved. And we have to understand that these people would realize that that type of sabotage to those pipelines would cause World War III. I mean, quite literally, that would cause World War III, especially after the rhetoric that came out. Ukraine immediately announced that Russia did it. And now we're seeing Blinken and everybody else come out there and start pointing the finger at Russia, that Russia did this. You know, 60% of the Russian economy is based upon that pipeline. Why would Russia destroy their main and primary source of income, especially during the ramping up the war? That makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but we do know, in this other sense, that NATO or the Western nations, they need a reason to get primarily engaged in this war in Ukraine. They need to stop Russians' incursion. They cannot allow them to take those territories. And I've been saying this for the longest time, that NATO and the United States and Western nations, they need some type of catalyst event where an attack occurs on NATO nations so they can get involved. Well, Germany, where the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines flow to, is a NATO nation. And right now, they are in a very precarious situation because... A lot of people are going to be affected over the winter time frame because of the destruction of this pipeline. And because of that, that could be looked at or perceived to be through the UN Security Council as an attack on the German people or a NATO nation, which NATO can now get involved in this fight if it's shown conclusively, and I put quotation marks around conclusively, that Russia was to blame. And they are going to blame Russia for this. John Brennan came out on CNN last week and was actually saying this, that, oh, yeah, well, Russian warships were in the vicinity of that uh, pipeline right before it happened. So we know that there's setting up the narrative to go after Russia for this pipeline. And when that does happen, they're just going to launch an offensive attack onto Russia. 
Um, and that's going to probably spark World War III. And that's something that we all need to be concerned about because we know that Russia would not do this to themselves. I'm not pro-Russia. I'm not pro-Putin. Um, but I'm not pro-globalist either. Uh, I'm American, and I believe in the American Constitution, and I believe in our military, and I believe in the sanctitude of our military officers and, and our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and guardians. And I know that if they were involved in this type of operation, that someone would be stepping forth and saying, hey, we did this. We, America did this. This, is, this isn't right. This is going to start World War III. And the fact that that hasn't happened yet is a telltale sign that our U.S. Navy was not directly involved in this type of incident, as being reported by a lot of people in the truth and alternative media community. Um, and I've been very, very aggressive to respond to those types of claims, um, being a 10-year United States Navy sailor and being someone who's taken part in various different operations. Um, that's just absurd to say that our Navy did that. Now, if they did, I'll eat my words and <laughs> I'll smile and, and say, okay, well, that was completely unexpected. But I think it's highly unlikely. I think that this was most likely some type of very, very special clandestine operation um, done by most likely mercenary contractors um, hired to do it who don't care about the global power structure. They're probably paid a lot of money. And then after they did it, they were probably killed off. That's usually how these things go, is that they'll hire them to do these types of things. They'll go out there, they'll do it, and then those people will disappear, and they'll disappear for good. And everybody involved in that type of operation, most likely less than 10, will be eliminated and move away from the chessboard. And so that's kind of how I think that this went down, but I do believe that this was being utilized as a catalyst event to go into Russia, to go in for NATO to begin the aggression against Russia to stop their progression. Because the globalists cannot allow Russia to do what they're doing, because it's ruining their plans for a westernized new world war. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it 
by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, but radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show, and we're going to go to the caller real quick. Lou, what's up, man? How are we doing today? Hey, Josh, it's good to good to uh, talk to you again. All right. I don't know if your, your listeners have thought about this. I know that I have. But I strongly believe that the Biden administration is looking to pick a fight. So let me get into this. Let me open this up a little bit. I think what's going on is that they know, you're right, there is going to be a red wave, and that's not new news. Everybody knows that. But how will they be? No, you know what? you got to start thinking like these guys. we got to stop thinking, all right, uh, the way that we would think. we got to think like them. So they know they're going to get creamed in the mid- midterms. We absolutely know that, and so do they, Okay. So they're looking for a way out. They're looking for a way, all right, to avoid, all right, uh, possibly these midterms, if, not, if possible. And how could that be accomplished? Now, I might be wrong, all right? I could be wrong what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. I truly believe that they think that if they can provoke or invoke a fight with China or Russia, and you know what? I don't think you're far off. I really do think that it could be very possible that um, it wasn't Russia that did this. I think it's closer to our turf than we think. Um, And this will all come out in the end. Of course, we always find these things out in the end. But getting right down to what I'm about to say, all right, I do believe, all right, that the reason why, and people would be saying, gee, wow, why, 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 why would it, why would they do, why would, why would the Biden administration even think about doing something like this or being a part of this? Well, it's very simple. If they can invoke war or provoke a war on our shores or maybe even our allies, that would give the Biden administration and the president uh, certain unlimited powers uh, under a declaration or um, under a, um, if I could say, a national emergency uh, the president is afforded uh-huh. uh, certain powers. Now, I'm not going to pretend like I know exactly what all those powers are, but I do believe that they may be possibly, all right, one or two of them could be the suspension of all elections during wartime and also, all right, a suspension on the United States Constitution thereof. 
So what does that all so, mean? Lou, well, you know, put it all together, okay? And it mm-hmm. would keep them in power. You're, you are spot on, my friend. And so I've talked about this as well, is that if they declare a national crisis or a global crisis, a global economic collapse, World War III, some type of skirmish, whatever it might be, Joe Biden has the ability to declare a national emergency. And under that, he can draw certain executive powers put into place by Dwight D. Eisenhower, okay? And these actually enforce what are called Presidential Emergency Action Documents, PEDS. Um, the last one that was uh, really passed was in 2006 by George, George Bush. And this is known as Directive 51. Directive 51, which has been updated, there's now Directive 63 and a few others, um, allow for the suspension of habeas corpus, which is due process of law, and the arresting and detainment indefinitely of anybody who gets in the way of the, of the, uh, sorry, of the COG, which is continuity of government. Okay. So you, you are spot on. All they need is a global crisis. They can suspend elections and they can begin detaining anybody they believe to be a threat to the continuity of government. We've talked about this and you are spot on. And this is one of the theories that we've said potentially can happen. And this can happen with global war, global economic collapse, supply chain collapse, whatever it might be. Now, new, new news right off the circuit here is the United Nations has came out and asked the U.S. Federal Reserve to stop its rate hikes because it's going to lead to a global economic collapse. Well, the Federal Reserve can't because it inflation is massively skyrocketing the fed is in an emergency meeting today so we're going to see all these things culminate into one point and i think that this could happen before november and i think that you are right is that they are trying to instigate some type of global conflict to retain their power and subdue the people of the United States of America and suspend the Constitution. I, I, I agree. I, I'm telling you. This is how we started off the conversation um, earlier today in the Dark Delight show is with the potential for civil war. And this is what they want to usher in. They want to instigate the right into some type of battle or skirmish so they can suspend the elections, so they cannot happen. They can blame everything on us, or they can send us all overseas to fight some world war. These are all possible scenarios. We got to remember, they cannot give up power because as Hillary Clinton said in 2016, if this man wins the election, we'll all hang. And I'm telling you, if Republicans win in November, the House and Senate, people are going to be charged with massive crimes at season and sedition. It's coming. And so they know they cannot allow the American first candidates to win. So, Lou, thank you for the call. Much appreciated. And uh, you're right. I I think that uh, you're spot on with that, is that before November 8th, we could see some type of event happen 
which is going to delay, suspend the elections here in the United States of America. And from that, you will see some type of uprising. Now, I hope that that doesn't happen. I don't want something like that to happen. I don't think anybody wants something like that to happen. But they are running out of choices and decisions here to make. They're running out of things that they can do to keep, stay in power. And right now, we have to look at it like the deep state has their back against the wall. They are an injured... They are an injured, violent animal, and they will do anything to survive. And I think that what Lou was saying there is, is spot on, is that they're going to pr- promulgate some type of international incident war, whatever it might be, and suspend the elections. But we'll talk about that and much, much more tomorrow on more of the Dark Delight Show. I hope all of you guys have a fantastic day. We'll see you tomorrow.